Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to today's Auto Know Better Baradian Coke podcast. I'm Gilly and I'm joined by Jay. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Feeling good after a win. It's, uh, it's a different atmosphere in here, isn't it, when we've uh, won a game? <laughs> it is. It, it was a bit of a frustrating one for me, but um, it's always good to get the three points. I think, I think personally, I think we played uh, well, if not quite well enough. Um, I think we were solid rather than... Quite, quite as nice as, as, as I wanted us to play. Um, yeah. Just overall then, you're feeling, I know it's, it's positive to get a win, but you're feeling from the game. Um, do you know what? I think like we, we laboured a lot. Um, we missed a lot of chances. We, we, should have, we shouldn't have been relying on my mate behind me, you'll see. I've got a little tribute <laughs> to him. We shouldn't be uh, relying on a, a goal from Phil Jagielka at the end of the day. Um I, I made a few sort of a few notes and a few points that I, we're going to sort of touch on, and um, I think Alioski did all right going forward. Um, I know he had his usual sort of defensive frailties, but he, he were lively today. He caused them problems at times, yeah. And um, he, he nearly got a goal himself, um, so it was a good effort for him. And uh, it's good to see him have a game like that because he's so inconsistent and he's not been great recently, has he? I think he needed a uh, not, decent performance. And, and coming off a tough, um, you know, great result for North Macedonia against Germany, but he gave away a penalty that nearly screwed it up for them. So, um, yeah, great, great result boy. for him, but, but a bit tough for him. But you're right, you know, he, he could have had one, maybe even two today. He had a couple of volleys um, that were good. There, there, there were one, though, that I remember. Uh, he'd broken into box several times but it, it, mm. there were one time he got to byline and he cut in and you're thinking brilliant just cut it back and he didn't he put it straight across and all over there was Sheffield United players and it's like oh. yeah that was one of those where it's just not looked yeah and it's it's frustrating that because it's like one of those with a build up where there's so much good work and then you just undo it with that That's final it. ball and that happens a lot with us and it's a bit frustrating you yeah. don't seem to get that so much with sort of Harrison and Ali, uh, Ali Oscar, Harrison and Rafinha. I mean, Harrison does it sometimes, Rafinha not so much. 
But it's frustrating that when they make space to get through and the hard work's done, yeah, and then throw it away, give it back. Well, that's it. I mean, you, you look at the um, the level of difference in quality between them, where Rafinha. Yeah, all right. Sometimes I get frustrated with him because he gives a ball away because he's trying something in the wrong area of the pitch or whatever, but it comes alive in the last third. Look yeah, at what he did with the goal. Um, and, you know, he, he just uh, dropped a shoulder, got half a yard, and then he can just put somebody in and it's on a plate for him. And, and that's I'll be honest, he... though, I thought Roberts was really good in that build-up to that goal. I mean, going right back, I mean, the, the commentators on Amazon said it as well. Dallas, when he won that ball back because he was just hounding the guy, he wouldn't let him go. And it all yeah. came from Dallas winning that ball back. And that's that sort of never-say-die attitude that we expect from him now. Um, okay. And he is a bit of an unsung hero like that. He does so much work. He's got such a big engine. He never stops. And it's stuff like that that are differences in games like that. He did that. He got that ball back. It broke. And everybody in that goal sort of played their part to perfection. Robert's ball to Rafinha were fantastic. And then the way Rafinha sort of delayed his cross, he took the extra touch. He went a bit further and then cut it back. There was no one there then because it all tried to sort of close him down. That's what he does. That's what you get from a player, that ability. He scares opponents makes yeah. them worried and they lose their heads a little bit because they think, oh shit, this guy's in box and they're all all hands to pump then trying to stop him and that opens yeah. up space for people like Harrison to come in and just tap it in and score a nice little team goal. That's it. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, you've spoken about a couple of players there so we'll just, uh, who do you, who was your standout? If, if I'm going to put you on the spot and just ask you for one player, who are you going for today? Um, I'd go with Dallas, like the commentators did, because I think he worked really, really hard today. I don't think he particularly put a foot wrong. The, there were a few things, um, as I was saying to you before we came on, like if Harrison had not screwed that ball up for Rodrigo, um, it, I think he'd have been in with a shout because he had a good game. There were just a couple of things like that, little errors, and Rafinha were kind of... He also did good things, like the cross for the goal, that sort of thing, but then he did the same ball... Yeah. Rodrigo and he screwed it up and there was just that little bit of sort of inconsistency in the in those two players games compared to say Dallas who I think just worked hard and was solid throughout what do you yeah. reckon um so you know I, I, I spoke just now about I think we, we were solid without being really quite good enough um mm. and I think that's reflected in both of our choices for man of the match so I've gone with Levante yeah. Um, on the basis that, again, I think he was really solid, really consistent through the game. There were lots of calls before the game. I know that we've spoken about Cooper before, but uh, there were also about the stroke come in, does Cock come in? Uh, and actually, yeah. if uh, um, I, I think if you look at some of the polls, it, it, it was um, Lorente and Stroke that a lot of people went with. I think um, when when you think of the games that Cooper's played and the how good Cox looked when he's come in, I think that's testament to the two of them. And I think um, yeah. really Stroke was, was unlucky to miss out. I think regardless of where you come down on it, I think there was a, an expectation that Cooper would come back in just because it's Bielsa. And that's, you know, he stands by and his players and he's the club captain. Um, so, you know, I think there was an expectation, but I do think that Stroke's played really well at centre-back. Um you know, we've we've had our thoughts on him in in DMC, mm-hmm. but he's played really well at, at, at centre back, and I think he was a, a little bit unlucky. He can can continue himself unlucky there, um, but yeah, I, I went Lorente because I think he steps out uh, with the ball. He steps out of defence really well, which which sets us going. Uh, it looks he does really that Ben White role, doesn't it? He does. He looks really calm and assured on the ball, um, but equally. It, it, 
He doesn't make many last-ditch tackles, but that's because he's ahead of the game. You can see that yeah. he's thinking, and I think it, yeah. he, he's a bit shaky in his first couple of appearances, but you can see that he's, he's slightly ahead of, um, of play in as much as he knows where he needs to be, and it's more interceptions. It's almost a bit like Calvin making the interceptions rather than having yeah. to make the last-ditch tackles, although, as we've seen before, Calvin does have a bit of a tackle in him, and he's got that streak in him. Um, he's calmed down a little bit, to be fair. He has, he has. Um, but there were a couple. He'll today, do it at some know. point, but yeah. He, well, he, yeah. he got the wrong side of his man today, and he, did, he gave away a free kick. And in the past, I think that that might have been with a little less control, and would have yeah. been a little bit more and controversial. A, and a red card. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> he, 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 has, he has changed on that. But yeah, for, for those reasons, and I think that um, you know we've we've picked Dallas, we've picked Lorente, not not the forward-minded attacking players that we've come to enjoy watching this season and that kind of is reflected in the way that the game went because we weren't toothless up front but we just we got the final ball wrong or, or we made mm. the, the, the wrong decision you know Roberts did play well today but there were a couple of times he went left when he should have gone right or the other way around yeah. when there were people in space and he's, he's kind of gone the wrong way and invited pressure onto the player who's trying to get the ball to um, yeah. So yeah, there were there were a couple of a couple of things that were a bit frustrating, and, and frustrating is a word that I've said quite a bit it, it, because it was because it were like we were almost in a position where we should have pumped them by a lot of yeah, goals, yeah. <laughs> and I it just I wasn't there. My one finally. <laughs> I, I honestly, you know, 10, 15 minutes in, I thought Sai Johnson were getting his six one call right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have been surprised at that point because we were absolutely all over him like a cheap soup. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, to, if we just look at a bit of the opposition, so a little bit tongue-in-cheek, I did, you know, you mentioned Jagielka, and I did put him in the polls for, for, for the man of the match, for the, uh, the, the auto no better um, the match solid poll. He did, he did, he got us the winner. Uh, he, he nearly got us another, to be fair. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that one, he nearly got us another. Um, but just a question on uh, Baldock. Um, so... There was a there was a, a, a build up and an effort on goal from Harrison that was that actually turned out I thought he just spooned it wide but it was a really good save but in the yeah. build up to that Roberts had been tackled uh, and I say tackled I don't think Baldock got the ball what's your view on the actual tackle and what should have been the outcome? Well, having seen the still from it since then, I think um, I think he's done well to stay on the pitch. Well, didn't really stay on the pitch, did he? But he's done well to not be. Um, Told he has to leave the pitch, I guess, yeah. with a not even a, a yellow card. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's that's a that's a baffling decision. I'll be I'll be really interested to see what uh, Jimmy thinks about that when we have the next thing off the bar. Because as a ref, I'd like to know sort of if he can sort of understand where the ref will come in from there, or if he's as baffled as we are. Because it just it didn't really make any sense that the guy was not in control. He'd just gone in. He'd lunged. He it just. It tried to smash him basically. Like yeah. you can't you can't dress it up as anything else. He wasn't in control. He wasn't trying to make a tackle. He just went to take the man. He just yeah. thought, fuck it, I'm gonna do him here. And he went to do it. And um like our old mate Roy Keane, he ended up injuring himself in the process. <laughs> Shame so, that. Can't feel sorry for him, can you really? Um, oh, but you I mean, I, I think the ref were toothless there. I, I I don't understand how you could see that. And not do anything about it, and then VAR that's meant to address things that have been missed also missed said it. nothing, and and they can watch it as many times as they want in slow yeah. motion. And at what point is that justified? How, how do you justify a guy 
lunging in like that, nowhere near the ball, just going to smash a player. Nobody says a word. How's that um, work? Yeah, two footed, he's two feet off the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. how long now? It's uh, I know that you that there's a couple of people on Twitter that have been moaning actually about the people's reaction to it, saying, "Oh, the game's gone, it's gone soft." Now I'm sorry. Early eighties and before that, if you went in two footed, you'd have got booked. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't have got sent off in the way that you should be sent off these days. But mm. there'd have been a booking. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not mid seventies and before that. Yeah, somebody <laughs> just got got up and given you a slap. But um, yeah, so I, I, you know, for me, it, it's a plainly obvious one. And if you think pre VAR, what you would have expected is for that to be reviewed afterwards because no card has been given. Now with yeah, the yeah, card, like it's a, a yellow card and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it will be really interesting from a perspective of what happens after the match as to whether that is reviewed because VAR is there effectively to do that, but to do it in real yeah. time so that somebody during a game, if they do something particularly horrendous that would have been picked up after the game previously, should be picked up in the game now. Because the referee that was one of the main points, wasn't it? Because yeah. they say, like, when you have these games where somebody should get sent off but doesn't, they get retrospective ban, doesn't help the team they were playing against. Like, yeah. they should be punished there and then because they're effectively getting an advantage then by not losing that man. And that's Absolutely what VAR right. is supposed to be taken care of. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think there's, there's two things here. Firstly, I, personally, I think that's a red card. And I think that, you yeah. know, it, if, you, that. If, you, if, you, if you scissor an opponent... And don't get the ball. Let's not forget. Um, but uh, but then um, you know you, your feet are off the ground. Both feet facing forward, studs up. How can you see it any other way? Uh, but the second element that I'm just going to come on to is around the concussion thing. It's really strange mm-hmm. actually looking back at the match reports and seeing that the side has had four subs because it's just yeah, no, yeah. it's just odd. Um, you know, we're used to seeing lots of subs in friendlies, but it, it's been... We got the five, didn't we, I remember. after yeah. lockdown last time. We did, yeah. And it's, it's really strange um, seeing that. But in terms of concussion controls and so on, I think um, th- there was a, a conversation, uh, I think it was at halftime with Alan Shearer, and he was saying that, um, you know, football's got to get it right. And I think, Personally, I think that it's not done enough in the past to try and get that right. And now it almost, you know, we were talking and, and you made some interesting points, so I'm not going to try and steal them from you, but uh, um, in the warm-up, we were talking about um, this piece just after the game. Um, and I think that potentially there's there's a, a thing where it could go too far the other way, become too um, disruptive to the game. Yeah. I think there yeah. are certain elements where, the, cl- the, the doctors that come on the pitch need to make a call, but I personally think that there should be some level of independence in that rather than it just being the club's doctor, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you made some interesting points. So uh, what's your view on the, the way that concussion, you know, it, it need, that something needs to be done to make sure that the player's welfare is thought of and that they're not forced to play on because otherwise mm-hmm. the team's going to be down to 10 or what have you. What, what's, what's yeah, your view? yeah. Well, I mean, as I said before, it's... Um... It's open to abuse, the system, isn't it? And, I mean, as, like, iconic as it is, thinking of sort of Paddy Kiznobo with his bandage around his head playing on, you know what I mean? Blood running down his head. Yeah. Was it Teddy Butcher as well? Yeah. At the same time, you know, you shouldn't be making people play on if they've been smashed on the head. We've seen a lot recently about um, long-term effects of football, head in the ball, head injuries, that kind of stuff. And I think our understanding and stuff like that has come a long way in probably just the last sort of maybe two or three years even. Yeah. Um, 
and I think, as we were saying before the before we did the recording, it's um, it's hard for a ref because and for a doctor, I guess, because they're going to get struck off if they get it wrong. Um, but it's hard to make a call as to whether something's genuine or not. You don't want to make it so that people can just go down and say, oh, I've hurt my head, I need to go off. And, you know, yeah. waving a finger in front of someone's eyes and getting to follow it. If they want to fake that, they'll just not follow it. It's easy enough to act goofy and delirious. I mean, you know, there's, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not um, saying it. <laughs> but, you know, you, you don't want to be the ref or the doctor who gets it wrong and says somebody is okay, and then they collapse five minutes yeah. after the game. You know, you don't want to be that person. So you walk in a tightrope there of trying to make sure this system that's been put in place for good reasons and valid reasons is not being abused and taken advantage of because it's professional sports. People will always seek to gain advantage or bend the rule any way they can. Yeah. You know, that extra sort of little tiny advantage you can get, that might make all the difference and people will do it. But as I say, it's it's difficult for officials, refs, doctors, the lot, because they have to make the right call and they're looking after someone else's welfare. And they're also, when they make those calls, their career's on the line each and every time. So it is difficult. I mean, I like to believe people will, you know, keep the spirit of it because it's it's been put in place for good reasons to protect people. Yeah. But the cynical part of me thinks, you know, somebody at some point is going to take the piss and take advantage. And as you said to me before this, you know, the, the bloodbath thing, bloodbath, bloodgate thing with yeah. the... Um, the rugby player where they did the blood capsule so they could get a blood bin and get somebody else on. People will always try and find loopholes, advantages, and ways that they can garner something from a game when they need that little something extra. Yeah, and you just know it's going to be Dean Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, you shouldn't play on when someone's on the deck. But it's okay if it's us, Smith. That one. <laughs> that Dean Smith. One. Yeah. John Can Terry only gets angry when it's against him. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. Yeah, uh, no, some some good comments there. So um, we, we're just going to break away now. Um, so Carl, uh, a regular member of the uh, Auto Know Better crew, is going to provide us some uh, thoughts on the game. So we'll just break away to uh, to him. We'll just uh, listen to his his thoughts on the game, and then we'll come back to you. Uh, so yeah, just a bit of an opinion on the game. Really, it's more. Uh kind of summary but uh, yeah I thought for the opening five minutes we were quite good dangerous enough uh, going into the game we didn't let Sheffield United settle on the ball very much um, I thought the the free kick on the edge of the box uh, early doors was a good sign from the referee that he wasn't going to let stuff slide to a point where it was getting out of control and he wanted to assert that uh, kind of authority early doors uh, but again that's something we'll take up with Jimmy the ref on um, in off the bar um, also, I thought uh, when he when he initially when he gave that first booking of the game, that was quite early as well, and I thought it it, it set the tone for the game where it was quite quite a free flowing game. Then there wasn't you know mad free kicks all over the place. So, you know anything that was a free kick that I I, I felt was quite merited. Um, now in saying that, the Baldock challenge, I I genuinely don't know how he's not got a red for that. Uh, I think. He's banged his head, got concussion, and I think it's 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 rubbed off on the ref really the concussion because 
I don't I don't see it in the rules that just because a player has got concussion and has had to go off and get treatment, he shouldn't get booked. Or I I think he would just send it off offence really, if I'm being honest. Like and uh, he just goes off, gets treatment, comes back on, and then that that's it. There's nothing said. Like that like that 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 decision baffled me. Like he'd set the tone out early doors as to how we wanted to ref the game in relation to free kicks and what was going to be classed as a, a, a booking and what wasn't and then that challenge and I thought that was just it, it was ridiculous like he could he, he, he could have done serious damage to Tyler Roberts there and I'll be honest with you I wasn't at all impressed by that part of his side and it was again that's something that I think uh, we, we'll be discussing with Jimmy the ref uh, on in off the bar um, also I think uh, Tyler in that first half and, and a lot of the second half as well was very influential in some of the in some of the building of play. He uh very much making himself available on a regular basis. It was quite nice to see him. Uh, kind of he's kind of grown into the number ten role. The more minutes he's getting, and I think, if if we're being honest, uh, it's not the worst choice to have if we get a proper number ten for there as as backup as well. I think he's doing more than enough to 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 be able to kind of sit in there. Uh, for the rest of the season maybe and, and just see how he gets on and, and we're safe now anyway I think 41 points is like or 42 points or something so it's we're, we're fine now at this stage like it's like we were saying previously maybe it's time to start blooding in a few of the kids and maybe go from there and, and, and see who we should be sending out on loan at the start of next season and, and who should be getting to stick around and, and enhancing their development by being around the first team squad but Look, uh, overall, I think um, I think it was a good game. Uh, our passing is, I, I think, we we seemed to be too comfortable uh, at certain points in the game, even at one nil, and then at two one as well. There was a few flicks and a few tricks here and there that weren't coming off where it was easier to just play the, the simple ball. And I thought, if if we had played the simple ball, I think there would have been less pressure on the defense as to what there was like. So. I think all in all, it's a performance to be very happy with. Six points over Sheffield United now this season, like so, that's something to look at to look at in a positive manner. It's kind of condemning them to relegation as well, so I'm I'm happy enough with that. But uh, yeah, I'm happy with the performance. I think Dallas definitely deserved man of the match in my opinion. I've I've said it before as well. I'd I'd say it again. He's he's my player of the season now by a million miles. Like so, we'll have to wait and see. I think. Uh, him getting that today, Ali McCoyst was was he was very complimentary of us all game. I'd say there's a lot of pissed off Sheffield United fans out there that don't particularly want to be listening to Ali McCoyst waxing lyrical about us the whole time. But if if you like what we do, then it's hard not to admire it from a neutral's perspective. And Ali McCoyst clearly likes what Marcelo Bielsa does and with the team. And look, sure we'll carry on doing it and and add to it in the summer and. Hopefully it's uh, going to be a strengthening process and, and we'll do all right next year. Anyway, that's it. Nice one. Okay, thanks very much, Carl. Um, so, yeah, just um, just one more reflection on, on the game today um, was, I believe, uh, and uh, you know we did speak about this uh, in, in the warm-up as well, I believe that um, this is the first time that we're able to celebrate having all four of our new signings, our... our um, main signings. I know that there were some uh, Harrison's contract was extended and Melia, I think, uh, became permanent. But, you know, the, the uh, mm. flagship signings all on the pitch at the same time. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 it seems crazy that we're 
what seven weeks from the end of the season. I know and it's the first time we've had to wait till April <laughs> to see everyone on pitch together because no one's been fit. There's, there's proper leads there, isn't it? It's just you can write it. It. <laughs> it is crazy. Um, I'm glad Ken Bates is not here now because he'd be telling us how someone coming back from injuries as good as a new signing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's only so that he didn't have to get his checkbook out. Yeah, way. exactly. We wouldn't have players like that playing for us though if we did have Ken Bates here. I'll tell you Absolutely that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, I think you know, was it 91, 92 minutes he came on after? Um, so nothing to write home yeah, about in terms of end, performance. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nothing to write home about in terms of performance, but it is just really good. Um, to get them all available and fit. And, and I think, you know, if you look at the next next few games, we've got City, we've got Liverpool, we've got Scum. Um, mm. Yeah, it's really important that we've got our best players and that for the running that we're firing. Because, you know, people talk about we don't really have anything to play for because we're not going to get into Europe and we're safe from relegation. I get that. But there's, there's like £1.5, £2 million pounds per league placing. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I think I think it, in, in the warm-up, in the commentary today on Amazon, which I thought actually was decent. I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, they were all right today. Ali were decent. Yeah. yeah, I like Ali. He's a good guy. He doesn't, he doesn't like, say shit because he's biased against you. He just he, he appreciates decent football. No, but he'll, <laughs> he'll be honest and say that was good, that, or he'll say that was shit, that, and I, I like that. I like commentary. He'll do that. Yeah. Um, and, and to, you know, we need our good players fit and firing on all cylinders. Let's have a, a good finish to the season. Uh, mm. They didn't have a, a close season. And I know that we've got uh, a tournament and it, it's difficult seeing where our players are actually going to get a break. Um, yeah, you know, well. we, we spoke about early, we spoke about Bamford and whether they were going to get called up for, for and Dallas, whether they were all going to get called up for England. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, Leeds like but, Dallas. That's it. Um, it's difficult to see where they're going to get a break, but you, equally at the same time, you want them to get the opportunities that they can, especially while they're representing the club uh, yeah, to play at, at, at the best he's, level. He's right yeah. at his peak now, and this is it for him. That's right. And, and you know, for him to be so humble to say, yeah, I, I'm probably never going to be good enough to play in the Premier League. Uh, yeah. And drop down to, was it Yeovil he was at, and, yeah. and so on after Arsenal. I, I think, him, I think it's, it's brilliant. It's great. And, and such it's a character. Brilliant. He just wanted to play football. Yeah. And he went um, off and did it. And he said, do you know what? If I have to go start at the bottom and fucking do some graft, I'm going to go do it. And he did it. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's, it's a hell of a story. It's, it is. Because it he, is. he's never been someone who has been considered a fancy player or a star player before he came and played for us. Yeah. And then once he settled into our side, like it, it, he's had periods where he's been off the boil a bit, but all players do. But yeah. overall, I'd say he's been one of the best signings we've ever made. Agreed. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it'd be really difficult to argue against it. Um, yeah. You know, and, and we speak about, um, you know, I spoke to you before about um, whether you rate Cooper as a player, the consistency and the, 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 the availability he's had throughout the season has been really mm. key to us because of the other injuries that we've had. But at the same yeah. time, Ailing's played at centre-back to cover uh, and he's played at right back. And um, I don't think he ever played in midfield. There were, a, there were, there were a, a thing of he might end up doing that. I don't think mm. he's done that this season. But, you know, he's, he's also, he's been adaptable. He's been in, in a, the right side of a three. He's been right wing back, right full back. Um, and that's, you know, that's typical of a Bielsa player. But that's yeah. actually what he's become. He's, he's really a key Bielsa player. Um, yeah, he and it's, it's, it's ace to see. If anyone's bought into it, Luke Ayling has. And that goal that he scored against Town, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Live on in the memory of uh, that one. I would, uh, 
That was the last game we went to, wasn't it? It before was. Before all got locked down. It was. We just, me, and, me and the two lads ago, we were just um, reminiscing about that the other day. Just like, just, you know, none of us knew at that point that we'd miss all this. That's and right, we all yeah. got so worried that we'd get promoted and not get to see it. And we used to joke, like, you know, Leeds get promoted and then there'd be like a, a nuclear attack or something. You know, we'd, we'd never get to see him in Premier League. But I'm just so pleased that these lads have, have pulled it off and we will get to watch them as a Premier League yeah. team. And I think we deserve that and they deserve that. And it would have been so Leeds. It so would have been so 16 years outside the top oh, flight. Yeah. One you know season in the top flight. Yeah. We can't go see them. <laughs> it would yeah. have been so that, Leeds. That would but... have been just typical. But it's not Bielsa and, and, and it's no, not Rads. You know, it's not Kinnear, it's not Arter, they're, they're growing something. Um, and it's great to see, it's fantastic to see. Yeah, um, so, yeah, just um, just before we move on and, and, and start pulling things to a close, is there anything else that you, you want to mention? Any other thoughts on the game or uh, upcoming games that we've got? Yeah, a couple of points. Um, I think Bamford looked off the boil today. He looked a bit lost. Um, he were unlucky when he had that, where the ball came in over the top and he just, first time and yeah. Ramsdale saved it that was a good save that and that were really unlucky for Bamford but he didn't really look like getting anything today he didn't look like doing much I don't know if he had any other shots on target besides that I can't, I can't think of any I think he spoke before the game on cold at the moment he did he spoke well before the game he was speaking to Shearer in an interview and um, they the, the talked about missing chances and he said that there was one particular game that he missed a chance and he always knew we were going to get a couple that game and he did yeah, you're right. I didn't get that feeling today either. No, yeah, and you can't like you can't be blase like that for me. Like you, you've got to take chances if it's your own chance. Yeah, that yeah. says a lot that to me, and that that's a bit disappointing to hear that. You know, I don't no, want to criticise him because he's done really, really well. But I think I what, want to, what he was I trying to say is hungry and wants to put every chance away. I, don't no, want I think what he was trying to say is he thought loads that... of attempts. No, he wasn't that. It was he'd it, it, it felt a determination. Uh, to make himself score having missed a chance. That's what okay. I think that's what he was trying to convey is right. I've well, missed that. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I'm going to score a couple today because that he missed that. But I, didn't, I didn't see that reaction from him today is what I mean. Is he missed that and it was kind of, you're right, it would it would a bit off it. He just looked frustrated today. Yeah. Just didn't look really into it. I wonder um, if some of the England stuff he's playing in, on his mind because, you know, what more could he do and he still get overlooked? Yeah, I know. I meant to ask Sai about this before, um, and I forgot to ask him, but because he was saying about when he went and played um, England youth and stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, what's it like for Calvin going away and playing for England? He's going to come back buzzing and want to talk about it. But then you've True. got Bamford and Ayling, and they didn't get picked. And it's like, do you then have to not say out and just keep it to yourself? Or can you yeah. sort of talk about it? And You'd hope these lads that... will be happy for you. Or, or will You'd hope just... that would be the case. You know, you'd hope so, but it must be a bit shit to hear about someone having this really good time playing for England when you were like yeah. on the edge and you yeah. didn't get it. Yeah, I see it's a bit of a shit at that. Mm. Uh, I, I think I think the characters that Aileen and Bamford especially are is that they'll be really supportive, won't they? Um, I think even so. If, even I if inside so. they feel that, I think they'll they'll be supportive of him and and, and so yeah. on. But but yeah, you, you're right. There is that. Um, but you, you know, you also wonder whether the disappointment of just missing out would play on the mind. Well, you'd want it to drive him on, wouldn't you? Yeah. That's what you'd hope for. Um, yeah, you would. But yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, it was nice to see Rodrigo get to play up front. Um, 
I think we've been waiting a while for that. I, I just felt really sorry for him with those balls <laughs> when they were through both times, and it was just it must have been it must have been like champing at the bit there, like come on, yeah, here we go, and he's seeing these breaks and he's thinking I'm going to get a chance here versus <laughs> keeper, and both times they fucked it. He must have been doing his nut, the poor lad. But it was so. good to see him get back on, and it was good to see him up front. And it was on the on a related note, I think, um, dare I say it, I think you that said this in the group chat, Tyler Roberts is starting to look like a, an actual number 10. It wasn't me. I'm not, I'm not laying claim to that. I thought, <laughs> I thought he had a decent game today, but no, it, it, it wasn't me. And, and I thought, I thought he did pretty well, but just touching on your point about Rodrigo there. And, mm. and it's interesting that you mentioned Roberts as well, because, uh, one thing that happened previously when Bamford went off and Rodrigo came on is Rodrigo dropped into 10 and Roberts went up front. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. That didn't happen today. Not today, no. Um, Which means so Bielsa's got faith in Roberts in that position. It does. Um, and it also uh, means, from a perspective of, uh, are we buying cover, are we not buying cover? And I know that um, Flabby and Bon Lahar had come out and talked about... Um, is Rodrigo, <laughs> is, um, is Rodrigo um, is he unhappy he's not getting game time and all of this well it, it'd been out of the side you, you don't just walk straight back into it but anyway it, it mentioned what, about what him being does. unhappy and that he's come out and said he's happy at Leeds which is great yeah, to he see it's and he said it pretty see. definitively as well yeah um, so you know it's, it's great that a player's happy enough to be able to respond in that manner uh, yeah. It's great that he got a, an opportunity up front, but that does lend me to believe that we're not going to be buying a striker. I think that. No, that's, I, I that's think what you're right. If, if we've got two players there, then Bales is not going to get anyone else, especially not when yeah. we've got like Geldart and um, what's the other lad? Greenwood. Greenwood. Um, yeah. Jumping at the bit, jumping, jumping at the bit in uh, the reserves. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't think Bales is going to um, want to spend money there at all. I think we're looking for somebody that can play clicks position. Yeah. And we're looking for left back. I, mean, I agree. Do you know what? Now that we've got players back and everyone's starting to sort of get a bit of a rhythm now and a bit of game time, I wouldn't even be upset if we only signed the midfielder and a left back. I'd be all right with that. No, I, I agree. You know I, what I mean? That's I mean, what I'm looking I mean, for. I mean, you've said before that you think Cock and Lorente will end up being our first choice pairing. And, like, yeah, you know, I give Cooper some stick. But... If we were to go from having, say, Berardi as our backup centre-back to then having Stroik and Cooper as our backup centre-backs, that's a step up. Yeah, it is. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think we really particularly need to buy more defenders, if that's the case. No. I think no, a left-back and a midfielder, and I think we're well on his way. I'd Agreed. like somebody that can play Phillips' position, but those well, are the, the two thing things that are the most important to me. The, th- the thing about Phillips's position, and, and all right, yeah, there is the, the thing about people do need to be fit. But um, mm. for me, Lorente, I, I, I've never seen him play there. I have seen Cock play there. He you know, does it well. I've never seen Lorente play there, but he's got all of the attributes to make a success of that. And when you yeah, have got Strike and you have got Cooper, I don't want Strike in there, but Strike is a, a, a no, backup centre back to allow one of the other centre backs to step into covering Phillips allows yeah. us to do that. I think the Lorente is most suited to that. Yeah, he's got he's got everything. You know, he the carries the, the ball, ball well. Uh, the one thing that I'd temper that with is we all thought that of White, and I was just thinking the White same work. thing. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. But I think um, both both Cock and Lawrence have played there before, haven't they? 
Uh, I, I've never seen Lorente play there. He may have done. No, uh, I, I know that Cock did. Yeah. Um, he, I think he's done so for Germany and for uh, at club level. Um, not Lorente did, I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. No, I wouldn't. But I think okay. we're. I think we're in. I think we're in good shape. I think um, coming up to the end of the season, you know, we couldn't have asked any more of these lads. They've exceeded all our yeah. expectations. And Absolutely. And I think we we're in, we're in the top a... half now. We're above Villa, aren't we? Yeah. And I, don't, I think they've got a... two games in hand now. Um, and, and one of yeah, them... Who cares? I can't remember who they're playing to a Fulham tomorrow. Which are, We've got know. the points on the ball. Pressure's on well, them. We are, well, it's not even pressure for us now, is it? You know, we've, we've done, I think, more than... Yeah. As fans, we could have expected. I think most, if not all of us, when we started this podcast, said, "Do you know what? I'd take seventeenth today." Yeah, yeah, and we all would have done as long as you survival. Stayed up. It's survival. And we're at a point now where I think just a small step up would see us like nipping at the ankles of Europa League teams. Yeah, just yeah, a little bit more consistency, a bit more solid at the back. That, that's all we need. There's absolutely yeah. like nothing wrong with us going forward. There's that odd final ball that needs addressing. There's nothing really else that I would say. Yeah, agreed. And um, you know, Rodrigo de Paul would uh, <laughs> would really cap that off. You never know. You That's never it. know. And to, to <laughs> paraphrase another J, Premiership completed it, mate. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, any any other thoughts just before we move on to closing thoughts? No, I think I've waffled enough, mate. I think that's it for me. <laughs> I've uh, I've got everything off my chest that I needed to there. Pretty happy, right. in a good mood, and uh, nice weekend ahead now after Leeds doing the business. Nice bit of dinner and a nice uh, nice pint for tea. That's it. Yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, just 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 a, a couple of things I, I wanted to mention. So the the players had black armbands on today, um, mm. and um, you know there, there was um, a round of applause. The players warmed up in in number seven shirts um, for for Lorimer. Um, yeah. before the game and, and I think that you know it, it, it's it's quite touching there was a, a poignant thing that I read um, Angus Kinnear had given his his column in the um, match notes over to Eddie Gray to be able to write some words and it uh, you oh, know, okay I've not seen that yeah and do you know what it, it reflects on what we'd said before and it's it, it's so sad for, for Eddie because you know all of his it, loads of his great mates and, and people yeah. that he'd played with for so many years but uh, so it, it is and he gets wheeled out every time doesn't he that's it yeah it, it is it, you know it, it's sad to see so many times but um, I suppose that, that's that's the nature of it isn't it but um, mm. yeah we're really, really touching um, and another so um, it was also for Chris Loftus and Kevin Spate that they had the black arm on, on as well yeah. and you know it's t- 21 years um this this weekend since since what I've happened. But, uh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Um but um, there were a couple of Leeds fans, uh Cam Man and Macaulay McDonald, um, that had set out from their uh, group tat to um to raise some money around the uh to to get some banners and some flags uh, in yeah. remembrance because the fans couldn't be there um to 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 pay uh, homage to to um to the two fans and to to Laurie mm-hmm. as well. So um one of the things they were just trying to pull some money together and then it got onto Twitter and I think uh, instead of the £400 it went well over 4000 Um and so they've had the banner That was about right we'll leave fans up. we stick <laughs> that, together we do take that away from us absolutely uh, so I think they're from Alton Moor and there's a picture of it on Alton Moor where they've taken the photo of them all, all stood there um, but I, I saw it I think it was on the footbridge over the M621 Island Road as well yeah 
um, yeah, nice, uh, and and, um, and and another one on Centenary Square as well, which is is, is really nice to see. So everybody yeah. that were involved in that, just just well uh, well done to the the two young young men that uh, organised it, but well done to everybody involved Absolutely, as well. Yeah. Uh, it's really Absolutely. nice to see. It's a lovely little tribute. It is. Um, cool. Okay. So, um, I've also waffled enough now. Um, so, so we'll call it there. Um, so thanks for joining me, Jay. And thanks to, uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Another three points on the board into the top half of the table. That's nice for us to see and, uh, bring on the scum city and Liverpool. Absolutely. Let's smash him. (laughs) Cheers, mate. I'll speak to you soon. See you later. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.